0: So are you ready to PR yourself? We'll remove the mystery from all things PR and we'll discuss everything from our top strategies to tips and tricks and everything that you can utilize to further enhance your brand or your message. I've been in media, I'm a journalist, and I'm also a publicist. I am Leah Frazier, CEO of Think3 Media and your host for PR Yourself with Leah Fraser. Let's go. guys so much for tuning in to PR yourself with Leah Frazier. You guys listen, you guys are blowing my mind. We just received notification that this podcast is in the top 30 number 29 actually in the US for marketing podcasts, and in the top 100 in Canada for marketing podcasts. So thank you to each and every one of you faithful listeners. Thank you guys for sharing this out. Thank you for interacting with me. Thanks for sharing it on social media. We're just extremely grateful that this project has reached the levels that it has in such a short period of time. So thank you again. And I want you guys to just get interactive, you know, go on PR yourself with uh, Leave me a message and let me know if you have an episode suggestion or there's something going on with your business that you want me to bring in the experts to help and tell you how to PR it better. Again, get involved. You're going to go to the link in my bio at the Leah Frazier on Instagram. And I have a whole list of things you can do. You can join our private Facebook group. In that group, I go live, I tell you what's hot and trending and social media and marketing and PR. I put media leads in there. There's one I've got to do today. <laughs> so and you're also going to want to interact with the other women. Um, and I think we have some men in that community now, I'm um, in that private Facebook community, okay, because I'm going to start growing that so that you guys can discuss among yourselves how to PR yourselves better as we move through 2021 and beyond. Also, if you're interested, we still have the monthly membership available. It's only $49 a month. And you can find information on that at think3media.com forward slash think3edu. That is our monthly membership where I literally do a class session like I would teach with my students at the university. I do a class session on what's hot in marketing and public relations. I give you your takeaways. I give you something to work on for 30 days. And then several weeks later we come back and we mastermind as a group to make sure that we're working on that one thing that you are just, you need to get worked on for that month. And we continue that monthly and it's a great resource and it's a great way an affordable way for you to hear from me. I bring in experts and also for you to have accountability that way you're working through for solutions for your small business or as an entrepreneur. And lastly, (laughs) you're going to want to stay tuned. Yes, pryourselfbook.com. You're going to want to sign up for that as we get closer to the book being released, but also you're going to want to go to pryourselfbook.com. Um, with leafrasier.com online, there's a tab called Course, and you're going to want to sign up there because I am re releasing my live course one. Last time. I know I said that before. I'm going to do it again. I have just revised it. I've created a couple more modules, and it's really going to go into a little bit more of an organized depth on how you can earn free media and press coverage consistently for your small business and your brand. And again, it's super duper affordable, and I want to offer that to you guys. So, thank you guys so much for tuning in and enjoy this latest episode, and I look forward to hearing from you all. All right, and welcome back to another episode of PR Yourself with Leah Frazier. I'm so excited because, look, my international guests are rocking it out a lot way more than you local people. I'm just going to put it out there, so I need the U.S. to step it up because everybody else internationally is thrilled to come and share their expertise, but I'm excited because I was on the hunt for someone that could talk about self-esteem, confidence, this whole imposter syndrome situation that a lot of business owners and entrepreneurs go through, because in essence, you can't go out there and PR yourself if you're not confident in what the heck you're PRing. So randomly, like a miracle out of the sky, I get this email about Johnny Pardo. And if I said it wrong, I'm so sorry. It's just, it's just what it looks like. And I immediately like dropped everything and reached out and says, dude you got to come on my show. He has an amazing story all the way from over the sea. Welcome, Johnny, to PR Yourself with Leah Frazier.
1: <laughs> thank you, Leah. Now I appreciate you uh, letting me on. Um, yeah, it's always great to speak to um, Amer- American friends. So and I, you did say my name correctly. I always love the way uh, it's said in America as well. So thank you for having me.
0: You're welcome. And I'm in Texas. So every now and again you'll get a y'all and you know you'll get a little bit of a little bit of a southern draw. But sometimes I try to, you know, I try to hone that back. But I mean, you're amazing. You're an author. You talk about self-esteem and confidence. You help people kind of get past a lot of their fears and their doubts within themselves, which I think is just like one of the most major barriers that a lot of entrepreneurs and business owners go through. And they don't work on that enough. They work on the business side, but internally we're not working through the gunk that is stopping us from reaching our goals. Right. Um, but I want to get into a little bit of your personal story. I was reading a lot about you and once you started doing the digging on yourself, you figured out that your own personal self-esteem and confidence goals you figured out stemmed from the death of your baby brother at the age when you were two.
1: Yeah. Two and a half, three. Um, so yeah. Um, Well done for the, uh, yeah, doing the research. But yeah, it it kind of stems a lot back to that and feelings of uh, I'm not good enough, you know, where where have my parents gone and am I not lovable? And these are beliefs we can actually form within ourselves. And we don't even know they're there for many, many years. But if we've got that kind of belief stuck inside ourselves, it can cause quite self-sabotaging behaviour. When I dug deep, that's what I uncovered. There are a few other things. We all have negative experiences, but I believe that was the, core of it through my sort of therapy sessions and then my coaching but um yeah and then then when i kind of picked that up and really started focusing on self-esteem and confidence it's obviously not just me who's who struggles with it i've got friends and family and many people do so i definitely had this belief that i need to get in control of my self-esteem and confidence and i therefore started to teach others and try and just share my message really and help people do it themselves so it got me into the books it got me into podcasts and it got me into just mentoring people as well
0: so what was your breaking point what was the point where you said I've got to figure out what this thing is doing was it hampering you from something was it a relationship like let's tell me what happened where you decided now's the point that I'm going to do the work
1: yeah, yeah, absolutely. I do remember the uh, the moment. And um, as I'm a big fan of um, Tony Robbins and
0: Yes.
1: <laughs> I love it. I go to his seminars. But um, he said this afterwards, actually, and I've kind of done the work before I went to his, his seminars, but they just reinforce. But he said, there's usually a breaking point for most of us. And we go, that's it. No more, no more. And we have this either desperation or inspiration. There's this point when it clicks some people might leave their job, some people might leave a relationship. For me, it was when I was on holiday with my mate and I'd kind of, it's quite like a boozy one, but I'd actually had quite a tough time in the job world and the dating world. And I was very reliant on these external factors. When things were going my way or things were going well, I'd be like feeling quite good sometimes, um, but sort of an inside, not always. And then when things went bad, it was like, I felt awful. And I remember just going away and just trying to drink and then having too much to drink. I was healthy apart from that. And then it just got to a point the next day and I was just miserable during the day and just crying and upset when my mate went down. And I just went, I've got too much potential to just be like this. And I went, right, that's it. I'm putting in the work. I'm making a vow to myself to take control of my self-esteem and confidence. That was the moment. And it was that summer. I remember
0: So what were some of the surprising things that you found out throughout that journey? Because I'm pretty sure that there are a lot of people listening right now. Look, we've had a tough look. We thought 2020 was bad. 2021, especially for us Texans, for anybody that's in Texas, we're going through it right now. And so a lot of people are just jarred. And so they're probably at that point that you were at where you said, OK, enough is enough. I've got to come out of the funk and be my highest self. So what are some ways that people can move forward in that direction if they're at that point, finally, whether it's personally or professionally?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So there's self-esteem and then there's confidence. Now, self-esteem is about how much you like yourself as an individual, Mm. uh, genuinely, for for who you are, rather than achievements and anything like that. And to work on your self-esteem, some of the things I'm going to say are very basic, but do we do them? No. No. Now, these are things like praising yourself. Nothing boosts. I found nothing boost. It sounds stupid when you're like, Johnny, great interview there. Or Johnny, great coaching session there. Or Johnny, well done. You did a really hard bit of work today. But nothing boosts your self-esteem like that. But people do not praise themselves. And then we get into critical mode quite easily. So praising yourself is a really, really key one. Another one I'd say is making sure you're looking after yourself. Now, like I just went back to talking about when I was on holiday, I was perhaps being able to make a party a bit too much, but I was eating rubbish. I wasn't looking after myself. I wasn't treating my mind right. When you look after yourself, both your mind and body, that can really help because that self-care and self-care is a form of self-love. Um, and then another tip i say is, you may have come across, this is another Tony thing, but may have come across affirmations when you say things to yourself over and over again. Now, you could be saying, I'm an idiot, I'm useless, I'm hopeless. That's going into your subconscious mind and you're, that's gonna make not make you feel so good and you just think, ah, it's nothing, but it's actually everything you're saying to yourself is going in. But if you say it with emotional intensity, that also goes into you. So you want to start saying things like, I am confident, i'm courageous i am worthy i am great and things like that and that's a really key tip so identify three to five key things that are going to be empowering for you that feel right for you and keep saying them over and over again so those are some tips i'd say on the the self-esteem um and there's a couple on confidence i can give um
0: yeah i I definitely want to get to the confidence part but i have a quick question for you and is there really a difference between the affirmation and the praise um, or are they kind of synonymous with each other? Because I think a lot of people, uh, you know, we do the affirmations, or some people do. I know I write some on my mirror in my bathroom, where I'm like, okay, Leah. It says like you are valuable, and but I'm not verbally saying these things, so maybe that's not seeping into my subconscious. Like, what do you think? I don't
1: know. So the the pray you asked about the praise and the affirmation. So yeah, the praise is just reinforcing yourself that you are a good person so it's slightly different and it's just giving yourself that praise when someone else I always go like that because I'm packing myself <laughs> on the back if anyone's listening I'm packing myself on the back right now um but yeah um it's it's kind of reinforcing that you're doing something good and when we get praise from someone else it's like we feel great now unfortunately that's not always in your control whether someone praises you or not but if you praise yourself guess what it is it is in your control now that's just hmm. one form but the ink, the affirmations or incantations are just a way of creating an identity for yourself. So you may be may have been saying for years, I'm useless, I'm hopeless, I'm rubbish or something like that. And I remember saying that to myself for years and years, but that's creating an identity in yourself and you're going to be consistent with what you believe. So that's the key thing between the two, um, I'd say. It's about identity versus trying to praise yourself and reinforce how good you are
0: now johnny don't have people out here trying to call the mental home institution on me because every morning they're <laughs> going to hear me say leah you are amazing
1: you I'll are tell great you what,
0: I... <laughs> my neighbors are going to be like every morning at around six o'clock leah starts screaming at <laughs>
1: herself oh my neighbors are used to it trust me and uh probably people um, when I'm running as well, because I do it when I'm running. I look a bit like a crazy runner sometimes. It's like saying it over and over again with movement. So yeah, don't worry, I'm already termed as crazy. So, but it works, so that's the important. Thing. I'm, I'm
0: definitely going to try that out. So uh, <laughs> three to five things. So if we can just kind of work on that daily, that kind of helps out. So that's, that's good tips. Now, what about confidence? Because those are two completely different things.
1: Yeah. So confidence is, well, first of all, when someone says confidence, I'm always, I, my first question is confident in what? Because there, there's this self-confidence, which is generally your belief in your abilities across life. And that's quite closely linked to self-esteem. If you like yourself, you're probably going to back yourself a lot more. Um, but then there's confident in specific things. So I, for example, are quite confident writing books because I've written several and I'm, I'm used to it and I believe I can do it but if you ask me to sing in front of people, no, <laughs> not that scared in front of standing in front of people. Cause I love doing that as well, but it's, um, it's the fact I can't sing and I don't practice it. So I haven't got any confidence, but this confidence generally is sort of self confidence. The way to get better at it is one very simple one, but just practice. The more you do something, the more confidence you have and therefore the more confidence, but there's also sometimes a misconception that confident people have zero fears, which is also false. It's the fact that I mean, i'll see I don't know if we, if you talk about Mel Robbins at all or anyone. I love Mel too, so you no, can I love talk Mel about Rubbins. Mel. <laughs> Mel Robbins, but yeah, for example, she like one of the coolest and calmest people on the stage, and she's like, "Yeah, I get stage fright. It's not that we don't. They have zero fears, and when I appear confident, they think you must have zero fears. I'm like, no, I do. I just move through it now." You have to take action to get results and confidence comes from results. Now, sometimes, so it's about taking action and the practice as I mentioned, but sometimes something might be too big a jump. So if you were to, to do if someone was scared of public speaking, and I used to be scared to put my hand up in a meeting and say anything. <laughs> my name I went red, but someone might be terrified from going from like here, where like they're scared of saying something in a meeting to actually then they've got to do a presentation to the company. Now, what you do in that instance is break it down into little achievable steps. So might be a presentation to a few people and then to a few more people and then just keep building that momentum. And it comes from results. And then the other thing I say about confidence is reminding yourself of what you've achieved in the past, because that's going to reinforce that you do have the ability as well. So those would be my key points for confidence.
0: I love that. And. It- so funny. I was just reading a book by Brian Tracy called Goals, and it was talking about and setting those goals when you when you're trying to reach one that maybe you've never uh, done before. And, and doubt and fear kind of creeps in like you can't do that. And he's like, well, the way to get over that hump is to practice those things and to do it over and over again and to take the courage to do it until it just becomes like, you know, it's like riding a bicycle and then move on to the next thing. So that is great advice. I think a lot of the times too, for business owners, whether, even if we're confident about things and and maybe you can help me figure this out, like sometimes we can't figure out. So we go through what, you know, you hear about imposter syndrome, where it's like, Mm. people are going to find out that maybe I'm not that great, even if I'm affirming myself to be. Or maybe I'm not that talented of a business owner, even though I'm having the courage and the confidence to do these steps every day. Like, where does that lie on the skill And what are some things people can do to kind of overcome that hump?
1: Yeah, so imposter syndrome is, and I did a lot of research on this. And, you know, even when I was working myself, it, it would pop up quite a lot, especially when I started things like being a coach right when i'm going out and ch- sending my ser- coaching services to people it is like who am i to be charging people for money for coaching even though i've done helped all these people i done all these coach qualifications who am i to be a podcaster who am i to be going on these interviews um and now i just you know i i love it but it's imposter syndrome is basically your brain's survival part so the limbic part of the brain trying to keep you safe you're going into new territory and it's not looking for progress or happiness. It is just trying to keep you safe. Now, is me going on to someone's podcast or asking someone if they'd like to join my coaching business going to end my world? No, it's not. But your brain's very good at keeping you alive in that aspect, looking for real dangers. But then it looks at these perceived dangers of like, what's someone gonna say about me? And it, it blows that out of proportion. Now, the prefrontal cortex, or the more logical human part of the brain, wants to do all these things, but then it's got that battle, so it's about managing it. Um, so it's certainly something I've experienced. So, I remember seeing Jennifer Lopez sold like 70 million albums, and she was like, oh, I don't feel like I deserve this. Jodie Foster won an Oscar and was like, I think someone's going to take this away from me. Or Marie Folio says, I sometimes wonder if this show's right. So those are some big names who, who struggle with it. Now, what, um, what we can do um, in terms of overcome it. So there's one, there's, as I've talked about, sort of like taking the steps because you get more confidence and belief in yourself and getting results. And that comes from taking the action. But there's also this talking to yourself regularly and then reinforcing how good you are. And if you're not doing that consistently and putting all this positivity and this self-love into yourself, then the negativity is going to take over. So you've got to manage it a little bit in that. And also I'd say another important thing is to surround yourself with similar people. Your network is really, really key. So through 2020, I made loads of friends online. I'm quite an in-person person, person, but I luckily made quite a lot of friends online and they're, they're always picking you up. So you have to have that positive environment and then you can support each other as well. So those are some of the key things about imposter syndrome. But if you're listening and you're thinking, I experienced this, I'm not good enough. It's you're not alone and talk about it, share it with people, supportive people and just keep taking action. But make sure you act with self-compassion to yourself as well.
0: I love all these tips and I am. Hella mad that we're running out of time, but I want people to be able to follow you. I'm now following you. And I know that you continue this conversation online. Um, I've just started following you on Instagram. So, and you have books or you have a book in relation to this. So let's talk a little bit about that and then let people know how they can um, link up with you online. Since you, I mean, you have this community now. You're opening up (laughs) the invitation. We want to send you new friends.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, thank you very much. And I love to, I always love to connect with new people and, you know, help as many as possible. But the book is actually called, it's the same name as my podcast. It's called, and my Facebook group. It's The Self Esteem and Confidence Mindset, the book's called. Um, and it's very much a book about my story, showing kind of all my struggles in the past or some friends, but I've anonymized their names and the situation changed slightly. Um, and then looking, actually, it gives simple tips and, um, theories kind of on different areas of self-esteem and confidence, uh, including what we talked about a little bit today. So that's on Amazon. Uh, you can, you can find that on Amazon, uh, all around the world. Um, I'm doing the audio book, so that should be out end of the month, but paperback and Kindle at the moment. And on Instagram, it's Johnny Pardo, or you can find me on the podcast or Facebook. It's the self-esteem and confidence mindset. Love awesome.
0: Connect. And all of this, Yes, and it will be linked on to our blog on PR with Leah as well as in the caption for the podcast. And I just want to say thank you so much, Johnny. Like, if anything I take away from today, I'm definitely going to be writing down my three to five <laughs> affirmations and screaming praises for myself. Yes, and maybe you'll get an email from me about this running thing. I don't know. I walked four miles yesterday. That was enough for me. But maybe I'll I'll do a light jog in there in your name. We'll see. Well,
1: the half, the half marathon was impressive. So um, yeah, awesome. Look was forward many to hearing about it.
0: Many moons ago when I felt like my limbs
1: actually worked. But
0: but no, it was so great to have you on and you guys know what to do. Subscribe, go and I'm gonna link Johnny's Facebook group and his podcast. So you're gonna want to subscribe to his podcast as well because this is one of the main barriers, like. When you talk about mindset and confidence and imposter syndrome and self-esteem, this is one of the main barriers that I feel keep people in from reaching their goals and to the success level that they were meant to be throughout their entire lives. So if you feel like you're not in alignment with your purpose or operating in your purpose, take a deep look on the inside. And it hurt me to realize years ago that it was myself holding myself back. (laughs) Okay, Leah, why aren't you where you want to be? Oh, and then I did the work and I was like, I, it's me. I'm holding me back. No one else. I can't blame it on anyone else. And so link up with Johnny. So you can have that revelation as well. You know what to do rate and review and share this out. And we'll definitely have you back on the show, Johnny.
1: I look forward <laughs> and, uh,
0: to it. Awesome. And until next time.